Hello again everyone, I'm back again sooner than normal with this episode 267 of the Crane Thrive Podcast. Why am I back early? Well, because Etsy has done it again. They have dropped a big change on us and uh, we didn't really have any warning and people are upset about it for good reason. Uh, It's the Etsy Star Seller Program and I've just done a video on my YouTube channel about it but I also wanted to release the audio to the podcast feed for those of you who aren't on YouTube or aren't subscribed to my YouTube. Uh, So this audio is straight from the video so there'll be a few sections where that's obvious. Uh, If you do want to watch the video because I do show some of the behind the scenes of the program you can do so over at youtube.com forward slash jess van den at the moment it's the first or top video the newest video on my channel lots of comments underneath the video and i'd love to hear your comments as well uh, and what you're thinking about the program and uh, you know the issues you have with it or if you love it if you think it's a great idea uh, let me know in the comments below that youtube video or let me know on uh, instagram you can share this on instagram stories and tag me at create and thrive or send me a dm over there as well. So without further ado, let's get on with it and I can explain exactly what it is and uh, why people aren't very happy about it. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010 and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers just like you create and grow successful handmade businesses. So are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Etsy's done it again. They've dropped a big old bomb into their seller community. Yes, I am talking about the new Star Seller system that they have announced as of yesterday that is going to be rolling out starting in September 2021. I saw this yesterday. I sent out an email last night. I put a message in my Thriver Community membership group asking for your feedback on this. And boy, did I get some responses. Y'all aren't happy. And honestly, I don't blame you. This system has a lot of problems and I'm going to go through them in today's video. I'm also going to talk about should you worry about this or not. I'm going to give some feedback from some of you and I'm going to explain exactly what this system is and what it means for your shop if you're an Etsy seller. So what exactly is the Star Seller System? I hear you ask. Starting in September, star sellers will receive a special badge letting buyers know your shop has a proven record of consistently offering a great customer experience. Later this year, we'll promote some star sellers to buyers, making it easier for shoppers to connect with customer service all stars. Now, this system works on a three-month rolling basis. In other words, you have to get your ratings within a three-month rolling period and keep those ratings. Does that sound familiar to anybody? If it sounds familiar to you, it may be because you're remembering the ODR system that came out in 2019 that was similar to this in that it created a massive explosion in the cell community. People were not happy. There was a lot of complaints about it, a lot of confusion around it. That ODR system mysteriously disappeared within the last year. It doesn't exist anymore. It also worked on a rolling three-month basis. I'm wondering if that was the stick approach and now we've got the carrot approach of the star seller system. In case you don't remember ODR or you weren't around then, this is what it was about. The order dissatisfaction rate, ODR, is a reliable measurement of the quality of a customer service a seller provides to their buyers. It is the percentage of your shop's orders with a case or a one to two star review. All shops must maintain an ODR of less than 1% to sell on Etsy. 
My guess is that they tried ODR, didn't work, and this is the latest iteration of the how good you are at customer service system that they want to implement. For those of us who are worried about this current star seller system, we can take some hope from the fact that the ODR system quietly disappeared a while ago. Maybe the same will happen to this as has happened to many other changes Etsy has tried to implement over the last 14, 15 years they've been around. I've been selling on Etsy since 2008. I've seen a lot of these changes come and go. And I've also seen quite a few changes that have stuck. So there's no way to know in the short term whether this is going to be one of the ones that sticks around or not. Okay, so how do we actually get a star seller badge on our shops? According to Etsy, this is how. There are four categories that you have to rank well in in order to basically be eligible for this. So it's actually pretty hard to be eligible for this for numerous reasons, which I'm going to go into in this video. Let's look at what they have to say about it. So on the first of every month, beginning in September, we'll determine your eligibility for Star Seller by looking back at the last three months of your shop's performance. Here's what we consider. Response rate. Responding to customers within 24 hours of their initial message helps give them confidence in your shop and provides a great customer shopping experience that helps keep them coming back. Five-star ratings. Consistently getting five-star ratings in your shop is key to building trust with new buyers. Delivery. Buyers love sellers who dispatch on time and include tracking in orders. And orders and sales is the last one. We know from research that buyers value an excellent customer experience. Becoming a star seller will show them you consistently go above and beyond, which could help you get more sales and grow your business. Doesn't actually tell you what orders and sales means. I'm going to tell you that in just a minute, okay? First of all, we have no idea what this is going to look like. They haven't given us any actual examples of what this will look like in a shop. We don't know what it will look like on desktop, on mobile. Are they going to start putting star seller badges next to items in search like they do with free delivery? Who knows? We do know they have told us that if you are eligible for this star seller badge, you are more likely to get promoted within Etsy and by Etsy. So there we go. They're already saying, hey, if you qualify for this, we're going to promote you over and above shops that don't. One important thing to note that they say, this currently has no impact on your search rankings. Unlike the free shipping issue, which does impact your rankings, currently having this badge or not having this badge does not impact your search rankings. For now, they don't rule out the possibility that it may change things in the future. Okay, let me show you my current dashboard and how I am going with the Star Seller Badge qualifications right now. I don't qualify. Let me show you why. So here's mine. Um, keep going, you'll get there. Thanks, Etsy. <laughs> I don't plan on it. So my next chance to qualify is the 1st of September 2021. The data is based on the current review period, 1st of June to the 31st of August 2021. 55% message response rate. If I click on that, it tells me. Message breakdown, uh, six messages got a reply within 24 hours, five messages got a reply after 24 hours. That's because I don't answer messages on weekends. Okay. Oh, look, 100% on five stars. That's nice. Thank you to all my lovely customers who are leaving me five-star reviews. You guys are the best. This is the other one I'm probably never, ever going to get. 44%. Uh, of 27 orders dispatched on time with tracking or postage label from Etsy. I don't use Etsy postage labels. Uh, 15 orders missing tracking info. 
That's because I don't send domestic orders with tracking and I'm not planning on starting to send domestic orders with tracking. So if I stick to my guns on that, I'm just never going to qualify for this based on that one issue. As one of my email respondents, Alison, said, this favours the large shops that have many, many sales and can afford to employ customer service staff. I thought Etsy was supposed to encourage small business. You have a point there, Alison. This definitely seems aimed at the bigger sellers, the people who either have support staff who can answer messages within 24 hours or, you know, have a shipping (laughs) department or just people who really are happy to work in their business seven days a week and don't actually want to have breaks like human beings, uh, like most of us would like to have a weekend. So this is actually one of the issues that has stopped me from selling on Amazon Handmade is that they penalize you if you don't reply within 24 hours. Uh, and that's something that I just don't want to be told to do by a venue or a company. It's my business. I'm going to run it the way I want to run it. Okay, let's now get into each of these different items, what it actually means and what the issues that people are having with it are. Of course, I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments below. Please make sure to leave a comment if I don't address something that you would have liked me to address or if you have a different perspective on something, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay, so let me just quickly break down the actual requirements, which they don't tell you in that initial pretty lots of sentences about what you actually have to do to uh, get this. I'm actually going to do this bit by bit. I'm going to go through each four, each of the four areas. I'm going to tell you what you actually need to do. And then I'm going to go through the issues that may like prevent you uh, from being able to do this. So the first one is response rate. 95% or more of initial buyer messages are responded to within 24 hours. Okay. So this sounds nice in theory, but Again, what about those of us who only work four to five days a week? We have weekends. We take time off. Uh, this is going to be a problem. Like I have a life outside work. Other people may feel differently and that's cool. But there are lots of people who feel like I do. And that means we're going to be penalized by the system because we're not going to be responding to everybody within 24 hours. Frankly, at this point, I'm not going to change my whole lifestyle just to please Etsy and get a cute little badge on my shop. We'll see what happens in the future. If this actually starts having an impact, I may have to reassess this, but at this point in time, it's not something I'm going to change. Okay, so one way around this would be to use the autoresponder feature. They do mention that if you use the autoresponder, that will count as replying within 24 hours. So for those of us who do take weekends, you could just start getting into the habit of turning an autoresponder on on you know Friday afternoon or whatever and setting it up so that it goes throughout the weekend and that people get that automated reply and that will count as having replied within 24 hours so thankfully that workaround is there I think that's a really good thing because then at least you can send them a message with the you know hi I don't work weekends you know I'll get back to you first thing on a Monday morning and it means that you don't get um you know negatively impacted when it comes to this whole system. The other thing is vacation mode. So it says here you can go on vacation mode if you're taking a break from selling. So that makes me think that when vacation mode is enabled, all of this stuff is basically put on pause and you don't have to worry about it uh, impacting the rolling three month period. Although, you know, I guess if you take three months off and you don't get any sales during that time, that might you know, I don't know whether they take that into account or not. It's not completely clear here on that count. 
Another thing they they like clarify here is that if you mark a message unread after you've replied to it, it doesn't like reset the 24 hour timer and, and mark it as new again. So thankfully for those of us who like to do that, you don't have to worry about that issue either. People have also been re replying, um, sorry, people have been reporting a lot of glitches with this system. They've been like, I've responded to everyone within 24 hours, but my response rate is still only 50%. What's going on? So I think they're still ironing out the kinks here. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about it at this stage. Generally, that's the case with anything new that they launch. There's always problems and issues and kinks in the system at the beginning, but do report it. If it is a case for you and this is something you're concerned about, report it to Etsy because they can't fix it if they don't know it's broken. So what if a customer sends you like five different messages? You know, the ones they don't send it all in one combo. They like, they like send you messages because they're on like a bunch of different products and ask you. You have to respond to all of those now um, rather than just responding and answering all of the questions in one message. Otherwise, you get dinged on your response rate. So, I mean, you could, you don't really want to mark them as spam because they're customers. So what you might have to do, which is I, as a buyer myself would find really annoying, would be to actually reply to every single one of those messages separately or copy and paste your reply in all of them and reply to them. So that's not ideal. Okay, so the next one is five-star ratings. This is pretty straightforward. 95% uh, or more of your reviews have five-star ratings. That sounds fine, but um, what if you only sell a few items? What if you sell 10 items in that period and one of them is a negative review? That's automatically underneath the 95% threshold, even if that is outside of your control and that person is just a customer who has made a mistake and they're taking it out on you rather than owning that mistake themselves. That is something that's somewhat out of your control, right? So this definitely disfavors smaller shops. It discriminates against them because they're, it's based on percentage, right? So if you have, you have a hundred sales in this period and you have one you could have four bad reviews if you have 100 sales and you'll still be over 95%. But if you've got, you know, five, 10 sales and then you've got one bad one, you're automatically under the threshold. I think that's pretty unfair. Uh, another one is that, you know, one bad review in heaps of good reviews doesn't necessarily mean you're bad at customer service. It could just mean, like I said before, you have not so great customer, okay, or they've made a mistake and you have not done anything wrong. Now, intelligent other customers will come along, they'll see that bad review, they'll look at that versus all your good reviews and they'll make the wise decision that it was probably the customer's problem rather than your fault and they'll buy from you regardless. So don't stress too much about this one. That is a really important thing to remember. Another thing is guests don't leave reviews. So if you're getting a lot of guest checkouts, that's going to negatively impact this as well. You might make 20, 30 sales in the period, but if only 10 of those people are buying and leave reviews, then again, that will negatively impact the smaller sellers on the platform. Now, I'm actually planning on doing a video soon on how to get more consistent five-star reviews in your shop. So if you are interested in checking that out when I uh, drop that video, please make sure to subscribe to my channel and that way you won't miss it. Turn on the notification bell if you want to be notified as well when my new videos do come out. Okay, let's talk delivery. Whew, boy, this is a big one for a lot of people. I think this is going to be the, the thing that's going to be the most uh, controversial and that's causing the most issue for people because there's lots of stuff here that is literally outside of your control that might mean you never qualify for the star seller badge. So dispatch, 95% or more of your orders dispatch within your stated processing time with tracking 
or with a postage label by Etsy. Now, obviously, um, generally shipping things within the shipping period is fine and good. Uh, you can update shipping periods if things need to be pushed out. Okay, tracking and postage labels. This is a big issue because not everybody has access to tracking or postage labels. So what happens to them? That means they just can't qualify no matter what. Okay, so someone like me, I used to send everything untracked. Before COVID, I used to, there used to be an economy international shipping option that was a couple of dollars, which meant I could offer free shipping to the entire world. That was awesome. I got lots of international sales. Then COVID happened and Australia Post took that away and they say they're not going to bring it back. That means I've gone from being able to offer free international shipping, which meant I got the free delivery guarantee uh, in on Etsy, to having to pay $15 to $20 per international shipping. So I've had to pass some of that on to my customers. I can't afford to take that much of a hit. And I have relatively expensive products. You know, I sell jewelry from between $50 and $150. People with cheaper stuff, they had no hope on that. So I still send stuff domestically within Australia untracked so I can send it for free. And that means I'm never going to qualify for this. If I keep doing that and I keep sending stuff untracked because it means I can pass on uh, those savings to my customers because we don't need it to be tracked, then I'm just never going to qualify. And I'm sure a lot of you are in a similar position. Now, that is frustrating but again, at this stage, you know, I'd have to either A, charge my customers more or B, lose profit by absorbing the cost of sending everything tracked. And at this stage, I'm just not willing to do that. Of course, Etsy may decide uh, and announce suddenly down the road that this star seller badge does impact your search rankings. And in which case, look, I may have to, you know, reassess this. I'm already... I'm already penalized by not being able to offer free shipping internationally into the US. So if this means another ding to my ability to actually make sales on Etsy, that may change how I approach it. But for now, I'm not going to change that because of a pretty badge. Now they do have some weird and wonderful variations here. So, um, People in some other countries like me in Australia, your item needs to sell for $15 or more to have it included in this tracking requirement or postage label requirement. Uh, the amount is $15 for Canadians, 10 pounds, 10 euros. US customers, I'm sorry, but you're out of luck. You don't get a threshold. It doesn't matter how expensive your uh, sale is. You have to do either tracking or use Etsy shipping labels, which I think is pretty unfair. Thankfully, they are smart enough to have exempted digital products with it from this. <laughs> so if you do sell digital products, you don't have to worry. They're not going to count that towards this whole shipping delivery thing. Okay, so let's talk about this shipping um, label tracking thing in more detail. I actually had a couple of emails from some of my community members talking about this very issue because for them, it's not, it's not available. They don't have Etsy shipping labels in their country. And for one of them, they don't have tracking either. So um, Sylvia from Tilly and Puffin says that she's in Ireland and the Irish Post don't offer a tracking option except for Korea International. This is international tracking, which is like hugely expensive. So she's not going to suddenly start offering that because it's just too expensive for her, her products. You know, she can't get shipping labels in her country. 
Another emails from Andrea by uh, Stickers Swiss Made and Planner Prints by Andy. She sell again. She sells cheap stuff now. Sure, there is that ten dollar cutoff thing, <laughs> but still, you know, if she sells eleven dollars worth of stickers, people aren't still aren't necessarily going to be happy to pay like five dollars just to have tracking on that. So she doesn't have the option of having um, Etsy shipping labels in her country. So what's she supposed to do? She's she's basically screwed here. She can't she can't qualify for this metric. Oh, another one that one of my um, email respondents, Kylie, mentioned, she actually hand delivers stuff. She actually drops stuff off. What if you hand deliver your orders? What if people pick it up from you? Like, and you're in the US and you, there's no way out. You're not printing a shipping label. You're not um, using tracking. So how does that work? There's no way to get out of that as far as I'm aware unless you like print a shipping label and then just don't use it. But that doesn't that cost you money? So that's pretty unfair as well. Like, as long as it's been delivered, it shouldn't matter how it's been delivered. Okay, so that's the big, I think that's just the big bugbear. I think they haven't really haven't thought that through in detail. I don't think, you know, they haven't really thought about their international customers in detail. They haven't thought about some of the issues like the pickup drop off thing. So this is a problem for a lot of us and it is very frustrating. I totally understand. I'm totally there. I understand it. I feel the same frustration when it comes to something like that. So let's talk about the last one, orders and sales. This also is where small shops are disadvantaged. And honestly, if this is all about having excellent customer service, what does it matter how many orders or sales you're making? I don't see how that's relevant to excellent customer service. All I see here is they're basically trying to get you to make more sales in order to qualify. Like people don't want to make more sales anyway. So what if they don't want to make more sales? Maybe they just have a hobby business and they're quite happy making two or three sales a month. What if you sell expensive items? So what if you sell three things, but you sell them for a thousand dollars each? You don't qualify for this. Okay. Cause the, okay. So here's the limits. You must make 10 orders in the period. That's three months, right? With a sales income of $300 USD, which does not include postage and taxes. This sales amount varies by currency. In Australia, it's 350 Australian dollars. Okay. So this obviously disadvantages those who sell inexpensive and very expensive items. Because if you sell a lot of inexpensive or not that many inexpensive items, you could make 10 sales, but not make $300. Or if you sell very expensive items, you can make, uh, you know, easily make $300, but not make 10 sales. So, it's digging you twice, you know, in two different categories here. If you don't meet them, you don't qualify for the badge. So it also disadvantages hobby sellers or small sellers who have excellent customer service. If this was only about that, it shouldn't matter how much you sell, right? So long story short, how worried should we be about this? At this point, I don't think very worried, honestly. It's frustrating, but Etsy does this stuff, and I think we just have to wait and see how it pans out, really. Uh, as Andrea said in her email, I will just ignore it right now as long as I can and as long as it does not have any further impact than the badge display. I will keep on having great customer service and a great product to get five-star ratings, but I know that I will never get this badge. I think this is honestly the best attitude to have for now. It might be that this goes the way of ODR when it proves to be insanely unpopular with sellers, not to mention pretty unfair to a lot of us as well. 
As far as I'm concerned, all we can do is keep doing our best, being excellent people, giving excellent customer service. Those five-star reviews will keep coming in and that's all we need to do to have a good, successful business. We don't need a cute badge on our shop telling people that we're great. All they need to do is look at our reviews to know that. After all, we're not primary schoolers. We don't need a gold star to tell us that we're doing a good job. So those are my thoughts on this new program. Look, it could work if they fix the problems uh, and the unfair aspects of the program. You know, if it was just your reviews and your you shipped on time and you replied to messages in a timely fashion, I think those things would be fair enough. But including stuff like, you know, having to make a certain number of sales, I don't think that's appropriate and having to have tracking and things like that. So again, I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it or share the video with your community. If people have questions, if they want to sort of, you know, get a opinion on this or share their thoughts, they can do so over under my YouTube video. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it helpful or just, you know, a little bit, a little bit cathartic. Know that you're not alone with these frustrations when these new things happen. And uh, I'll be back again soon with another episode. Thanks for spending some time with me. Bye for now.